welcome to this episode of Peace Prayer Podcast, where we share tips on living by faith and act on it by praying for conflicts around the world. Praise God. This is the Peace Prayer Podcast. And today we we are gonna be you know having a good time. As we often do, a time of refreshing in the presence of God. It's always a tricky time in the world. It seems as if the, the earth is spiraling towards end. But you see, despite all of that, we know that God has put us here for a reason. And it's the prayers of the saints that make a difference. In whatever situation we are, we're meant to dominate. We're meant to stop things. We're meant to be God. See, the Bible says... Psalm 82, you are gods, your children of the Most High. So we are here on this platform again to together play our part as gods. Pray for situations in conflict countries. We are gatekeepers. As today's topic is about gatekeepers, war and missions. You see, the focus nests for today, just kind of introducing what we're going to be adding, is spies, a thematic spies we're going to be adding to this podcast, which is around the war and missions. How does war affect missions? The missions of the ability of those called to specific regions to preach the gospel. That is one reason we are here on earth, to get people saved and get to know Jesus Christ. And there are people that are specifically called into rural places, into places where no one goes, um, to bring the, the light of the gospel to those places. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was light. You see, the light in the word, the word is Jesus Christ, the light in the word is brought or is taken to different places by those called to those places. So wherever you are, you are supposed to be the lights of that place. And you should not put your light under a bushel that those specifically called to Sudan, even though that country is raging with there is conflict there, South Sudan, Mali, there are those there preaching the gospel, bringing the light of the gospel to those places. So we never forget that. So we, we're going to be adding that spice as often as you can. Maybe every quarter, every month, have a missionary or a pastor with churches in conflict regions or a mission leader in those places to come interview. We interview the person and probably the person will lead the prayers for that particular country or generally for a team, like let's say missions, let's say supply for missions, which makes a provision for missions. And we, we should also give ourselves the opportunity to sow into missions. So whatever is important to you, you put your money in there. If Christ is important to us, we don't just give only to our churches. Um, some of us are in churches and locations where we are affluent. Things are all right, but there are people that don't have food. There are people that they don't know what's going to happen to tomorrow as by the conflict and insecurity in that region. There are people that are predominantly a Muslim place and in places where there is all sorts of warfare, you know, economic warfare, spiritual warfare, you know, real battle between good and bad. 
you know, and witches in operation. If they're going to be a Christian, they've got to be a strong Christian to be able to survive and prevail, you know. So we need to put our money where our mouth is. Praise God. And so today we, 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 I just want to just introduce that idea because it's, we, we, we can't say we're praying for um, conflicts really without including war, we, without including missions. Our core calling as believers is go ye into all the world and make disciples. That's what Jesus told us to do. Shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Okay, so as God's in this world, just wake up, arise and shine that the light, as the light has come, the Bible tells us. Put on thy strength, O Zion. That is our calling. Put on your strength. Awake, not just from, awake from just the daily struggle to eat to pay your rent, to pay your bills. No, we should be over that. We should go into expand, expand, enlarge your coast. See, when we give to God, he gives to us. It doesn't mean we neglect paying our bills, but we should know, learn to put God first. In everything, even in our prayers, pray more for souls, for the kingdom and then making declaration regarding your own situation so if you spend 10 minutes 10 percent of your prayer time for your situation 90 percent for the other situations around the world around where you live for souls in those places you see the bible lets us know that we actually are gatekeepers so in this idea of war and and, and missions, we are gatekeepers. Isaiah 62, verse 6 to 10 tells us on your walls, O Jerusalem, I have set watchmen. All the day and all the night, they shall never be silent. You who put the Lord in remembrance, take no rest and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it a praise on the earth. Your Jerusalem. Your Jerusalem, until God establishes your Jerusalem, makes the praise in the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by his mighty arm, I will not again give your grain up to be food for your enemies. You see, set your heart to declare, pray for your Jerusalem. The Lord do, has sworn that he will not give your grain to be food for your enemies. See the reverse blessing of that. Oh, and foreigners shall not drink your wine for which you have labors. But those who gather it shall eat it and praise the Lord. And those who gather, gather it shall drink it in the cults of my sanctuary. Go through, go through the gates and prepare the way for the people. Build up, build up the highway. Clear it of, up of stones. Lift up a signal over the peoples. Oh, praise God. It's telling us the way you focus on God's work, focus on intercession. The Bible tells us to pray for the cities. God takes care of yours. It doesn't mean you should neglect your work, but God makes sure that yours is settled. It may just be one declaration after an hour or two of prayer regarding your situation, and God takes care of it. Praise God. So a challenge, you know, at our point now is to be more 
uh, I wouldn't say specific per se, but she more more direct, like a missile sent with a specific target, and it hits that specific target, and that is what we are going to be doing more regularly on this podcast. Thank you, Father Lord. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We give you praise. We worship you. As you go on to pray, Lord, we, we, we bless you. You are our God and our King. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you. So in, in this episode, we are going to address situation of Mali first. The United Nations Agency in Mali is said to be living in that country. And the most troubling thing about the fact that the UN agency is living is that about 200,000 children are, are at risk of starvation in Mali. 200,000 people. 200,000 children are at risk of starvation in Mali. And what does that mean? It means that we should pray for provision. But the UN has put the blame on inadequate funding. You know, the for, uh, funders are not coming for. So let's go ahead and pray that we decree the funds coming. Lord, bring funds. Let people sow to that country. Let people put in money. Let governments turn hearts of leaders of governments to put in money to Mali, to, to the United Nations. Regarding this situation in Mali, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. You said in your word that you, you the heart of a man is in the hands of the Lord. And as the river turns, so you turn it to your will. Turn the heart of these leaders, responsible leaders, those that you know will minister to this situation. Let them give to Mali. In the name of Jesus, we call him funds. We call him funds to that situation in Mali. We call him funds to feed. Mali, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We pray. We come against hunger. In the name of Jesus, we pray that your word says that you deliver their souls from death and do you keep them alive in famine. We pray for these 200,000 and more people that are even not captured in this number in Mali, that you keep them alive in Mali. You keep them alive in famine in the name of Jesus. Oh, let that mercy, oh Lord, be upon Mali. Even as we hope in thee, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord, because we know you listen to our prayers in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said they will never hunger nor test, nor will the desert heat or the sun beat down on them. He who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. We pray that your spirit be poured upon Mali from on high. And that the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for your forest. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Because in Mali said that a quarter, 15% of, no, 25% of the population is experiencing moderate or acute food insecurity with over 2,500 individuals on the brink of famine. Especially in the crisis-affected region of Menaika, which is a region in Mali, which includes many vulnerable children. So, Lord, we ask for your mercy. 
and intervening Mali. Even as they are going through this so-called complex humanitarian crisis, oh Lord, I pray for urgent support to avert this disaster for these children in Mali in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, that funding will come in for Mali. We call in the money for Mali in the name of Jesus. We call in the money for Mali in the name of Jesus. We speak to money. You come in for, for that situation in Mali in the name of Jesus. We declare that Mali will not, the children in Mali will neither hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat beat down on them because you have compassion on them. Thank you, Father Lord. We give you praise. We bless you, Lord. We bless you. We give you praise. King of glory, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, bless your name, Lord. We now lift up the situation in Sudan. The Sudan is continuing to conflict. There was peace, fire, peace ceasefire sometime, and it, the, the report says that this fighting still continues. Um, despite the ceasefire agreements, I think they've had the agreements, and, and it's, at this point in time, about 4 million people are being displaced, which is internally displaced people. Um, and, and this shows that the clash between the Sudanese army and the paramilitaries has uprooted a huge, a staggering number of people. Um, more than 926,000, almost a million, are seeking refuge abroad. And a total of 3.02 million, that is more than 3 million people, are internally displaced. There's about a million people being displaced. Lord, we pray for peace in that country in the name of Jesus. We pray for the wisdom for the warring parties to agree. We come against that conflict, anything drugging, everything causing this conflict, ego, whatever it is, we come against it in the name of Jesus and we declare peace. Go, ministry spirit, and bring forth these warring generals. Bring them to the table to agree on peace. For there is no wisdom, understanding, or counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against their battle, but safety is of the Lord. Now, one of the reasons we're going to be getting some missionaries and those based in those places, you know, some of these places coming on the podcast, on this platform to even pray for some regions, is because they hold authority for the region where they are ministering. Some authority that we don't even have because we're mostly interceding. But someone within that region can come in and share with us and even use the authority on that platform and agree with us to cause a change and a shift in that region. For Lord, we pray for divine enablement of persons of peace to arise within and outside Sudan in the name of Jesus. The godly. Walk with integrity. Blessed are their children who follow them. In the name of Jesus, Vokeshaka. In the name of Jesus, you pray, Lord, that wisdom, wisdom for those men who arise. That because your word says, by me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles all who judge rightly. Thank you, Lord. Judges 2.16 says, Then the Lord raised up judges who delivered them from the hands of those who plundered them. We pray for Sudan, O Lord, that you raise up judges to deliver them from the hands of those who plundered them. Raise up judges, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Raise up the kings that bring stability to that land by justice. In the name of Jesus. And 
take down those who take bribes, those who try to overthrow the peace of Sudan in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we pray that you raise up men, raise up those that will delight in the fear of the Lord, those that are not judged by what their eyes see, nor make a decision by what their ears hear in the name of Jesus. But those that with righteousness will judge the poor and decide with fairness for the afflicted of the earth, according to Isaiah 11, 3-4, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord, for you chose David. Choose man, choose the right man, like you chose David, your servant, and you took him from the sheep folds, from the care of the ewes and the suckling lambs. You brought him to shepherd Jacob, your people, and Israel, your inheritance. So he shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart. And he and you, he guided them according to the skillful hands. Oh Lord, we pray for such men, raise up such men, oh Lord, in Sudan, in the name of Jesus. For you, oh God, changing the times and the seasons. You remove kings and you raise up kings. You give wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding in the name of Jesus. We pray for sustained peace, long-lasting peace. In Sudan. But let that mercy, O oh Lord, be upon us. According as we hope in you. Oh Lord, let the Lord of peace himself give Sudan peace. Always. By all means. The Lord be with you all in Sudan. The Lord will give strength to his people in Sudan. The Lord will bless Sudan with peace. We pray for the peace of Sudan. In the name of Jesus. We pray for the peace of Sudan. Thank you, Father Lord. We pray for children in Sudan. We pray for children, protection of children, women, and the vulnerable in Sudan. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you feed, you fed the children of Israel with manna, which they knew not, neither did their fathers know, that you might make them know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So accordingly, O Lord, we proclaim your word in this situation in Sudan. You said you have put your words in our mouths and covered us with the shadow of your hand, that you may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say to Sudan, you are my people. And even so, we declare peace to Sudan. We declare peace in Sudan in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, let your grace, your mercy, and your peace be with Sudan. Oh, from God the Father, and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and in love. Thank you, Father. Oh, may mercy and peace and love be multiplied to the people in Sudan. Thank you. We give you praise, O oh Lord. We bless your name, O oh Lord, for victory belongs to you. We thank you, Lord. Lord, because you said you, you will be, Isaiah 33, 6, that you will be the stability of their time. Abundance of salvation, we pray. Wisdom and knowledge, the fear of the Lord is Sudan's treasure. In the name of Jesus, you, O Lord, give the children of Israel, you give the children of Israel bread from heaven for their hunger and bread for water for them out of the rock for the test. And so we declare peace in Sudan. In the name of Jesus. You said it. You believe it. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father Lord. Time today, um, praying with us and sharing tips on walking by faith. Um, till we meet the next time, I'll say shalom. Keep walking by faith.
I keep praying for peace. That is the way we shorten the days of the end times by praying and walking by faith. Pray for conflict hotspots and walk by faith. Live life in the spirit. Till we meet again, Shalom. Mm-hmm.